In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Tomorrow is the beginning of the Holy Great Fast that we celebrate every year, which is um, the longest fast of the year. It's 55 days, and it's also the most ascetic of the fastings, meaning that there is no seafood um, allowed in the fast, and people can abstain until uh, later in the day. And God willing, we have later liturgies during the week as well, and it's a constant reminder for us of kind of the spiritual struggle that we are called to 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 fight and to wage um, here on earth and sometimes when the fast comes um, some people decide that they're going to maybe delay the fast uh, not begin to fast from the beginning not take the fast seriously or even for those who fast maybe we look at it kind of as a difficult time that we kind of don't even want to experience and we wish we didn't have to experience because it's difficult why is it that the church is asking us to do this um, this is a continuation of the topic that we started last week about asceticism and what is the purpose of asceticism. We have this constant battle and struggle um, between the spirit and the flesh that is waging itself and fighting itself within us and we are constantly trying to live according to the commandments of God and to live for God and to grow closer to God and yet we find ourselves struggling to do this. And one of the reasons is because of the passions that we have, the struggles that we're having internally in, inside each of us. The, pa <coughs> the passions are our desires. And while some of these desires could be good or natural for things that we need, like for instance, we have the passion and desire for food, um, which itself is necessary. And yet there is a, a kind of a passion that is consuming us. There is a kind of a passion and a desire that is corrupting, one that actually leads us away from God and away from what is naturally good. And we see these manifested in our lives sometimes, the idea of gluttony, lust, uh, greed, anger, despair, sorrow, vanity, pride, all of these things are passions. These are all passions that we struggle with. And a way to overcome these passions, or because these passions are an obstacle between us and God. When we come to worship God, these passions stand in our way of being able to worship Him in spirit and truth. For instance, if I have laziness, it makes, me it, makes it difficult for me to stand and to pray. If I have sorrow or sadness, it makes me like it's difficult for me to place my trust in God and to have joy in Him. If I have uh, pride, it makes, it makes it difficult for me to surrender my will to God and to accept from Him whatever He calls me for and whatever He allows in my life. All of these passions are keeping us from growing closer to God and fulfilling the potential that we have been given by God and the grace that God has given us to grow closer and closer to Him all of the time. And so we struggle with this. And so God in His love, He provides for us the means by which we can fight against these passions, not for the sake of attaining perfection, but for the sake of, of, of drawing closer to Him. The goal of the spiritual struggle is not simply to be perfect, to be like a trophy where we people will look at us and see perfection in us that we are without sin. The idea of, of breaking the bond of sin in our lives is not just about um, attaining some kind of a perfection, but it is to remove the obstacles between us and God so we can experience God fully to, to, the, to the maximum, to the most and the potential that we have to experience God because in Him is where we find joy and, and security and peace and all good things that we find in Him. 
So out of our love for God, we seek to draw closer to Him, and these sinful passions are what are preventing us from drawing closer to Him, which is why we turn to asceticism. Asceticism is a war against the passions. Asceticism is a way of gaining control of ourselves, of our minds, of our actions, of our, of, of, of our thoughts, of every aspect of our, our bodies, so that we do not allow the corrupted nature that is in us and the passions, the sinful passions that are in us to consume us and to make us to, uh, to, 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 to fall away from God and not to meet our full, our full potential that God has given to each of us. Um, St. Gregory of Nyssa, he says, if these faculties are not directed by reason, but if instead the passions rule over the power of the mind, our humanity is changed from intelligence and godlikeness to irrationality and mindlessness. We are thus turned into beasts by the forces of these passions. The idea that the passions actually, they reduce us from a state of humanity, which is the state that God created us in and wants us to be in, a state of reason into a state of just animalistic urges. And that is all that there is. And anyone who is in such a state is unable to worship God, is unable to see themselves clearly and soberly, is, un is unable to repent of sins, is unable to have control over themselves in any way, and so they live their life completely in for the lust of the flesh, giving themselves everything that their body desires, because this is the, the source of, of, of joy for them, is the, the, the experience of the lust of the flesh that make our bodies and give us pleasure. And yet God is calling us to something higher and something greater than this, not simply to be satisfied with these animalistic lusts, but to, to see that the, the source of true and genuine joy is found only in God. And that when we taste the goodness of God, any other kind of pleasure that we experience in life is nothing by comparison because we are seeking Him. And so in this sense, asceticism is not the kind of uh, us denying ourselves something. Instead, it is a cure. It is, it is going toward healing. It is, a, it, is, it is a path of healing. It is, so when we think of asceticism and fasting, for instance, as though there is something good and we are denying ourselves of it, or let's say we try to limit our media consumption, say there is something good and I'm denying myself, and so I am struggling with this because I, I don't want to. I want to consume more media, I want to eat, I want to do these activities because it gives me pleasure. But instead of looking at it as though we are denying ourselves something, we should look at it as it is, it is a cure because those things that we are cutting out of our lives to a large extent can be harmful and can hurt us. And the idea of that we are learning self-control so that we can move closer to God. It's as though we are saying we are cutting out poison. We are cutting out the things that damage us so that we can be closer and move closer to God. So in Orthodox Christianity, this ascetic life stands in contrast to the life that's in the world. Because when, when we look at what is the purpose of life in the world, what is it the goal of, of, of many, many people in the world, the goal is complete self-satisfaction of the flesh. This is, this is the, the goal. And, and many people work their entire life to be able to attain, to have, so that they would have the maximum amount of pleasure in the flesh possible, and this is considered success. 
by the marks of the world, by the standard of the world. And yet in the church, we are actually trying to move in the opposite direction. This is why when the Lord speaks about you cannot uh, love both God and mammon, like you cannot both have the love of money um, and the love of God at the same time, is because these are two completely opposite paths. These are two opposite paths of life. In one path of life, we try to find complete satisfaction in the world and in our senses and in the flesh. And then in the other path, we are trying to find complete satisfaction in God and God only. And so these two paths diverge. These two paths are very different from one another. And, and we cannot try to live both simultaneously. We cannot try to live both for the flesh and for the spirit and for God at the same time because the activities and the things that we need to do are very, very different. This is why the Lord, in speaking to us about the kinds of activities we should be doing, he speaks about almsgiving, giving to charity. He speaks about prayer, fasting, humility, repentance, love of the poor. All of these striving and struggling to overcome the passions of the flesh so that we can move again closer and closer to God. So again, asceticism is the cure. King David, he said, I was conceived in iniquities, and in sins my mother conceived me. So the idea that we are born in the state, we are born in the state of separation from God, we are born in a state of seeking after the lust of the flesh, and so the church provides a solution. How is it that we, as uh, transformed Christians, as, as Christians who have undergone baptism, as Christians that are, are now on a journey walking closer to God, that are putting to death the deeds of the body, how is it that we can be pleasing to God? How is it that we can move away from a life of corruption and death in order to attain the fullness of the grace of God that God has called us for, that God has given us? This is what asceticism is. Asceticism is the process of of spiritual struggle, that we are not simply giving ourselves everything that we desire, but we are walking closer and closer and controlling ourselves um, and, and moving closer and closer to God. Having seen the love that God has given us, having seen the love that God offered to us on the cross, having received the redemption and forgiveness of our sins and experiencing the love of God, asceticism is a response to this. We are responding to the love of God by offering Him something. We cannot pay Him back for um, for what he has done. We are forever indebted to God for the gift of salvation he has given us. And yet at the same time, we are in, in our love for God, we are responding. We are responding and saying, God, because you have done such great things for me, I want to be pleasing to you. I want to draw closer to you. I want to benefit from everything you have given. And so this is the life of asceticism and the life of self-control. This is, of course, a continual struggle a struggle that we will struggle with for our entire life. And we will never fully attain. We will never fully live completely for the spirit uh, and not for the flesh. And yet it is a process that we continue to grow in. And this is why the church provides us seasons of fasting, for instance, that if we were to uh, not fast the entire year, then maybe we will forget completely about this need for asceticism. But specifically in fasts like the Great Fast, where there is fasting and there is prostrations and there is abstinence from food for long periods of time and other things as well that people do in order to help them control themselves, we taste God in a different way, in a, in a, in a deeper way during these periods because we are focusing on Him more and less on our own desires, um, of, uh, the desires of the flesh. Some of the ascetic efforts that some people may do, or that we do. Number one, standing for long periods attentively in the church. Actually just trying to force ourselves to be focused. 
Forcing ourselves to stand and to be focused is difficult. Our minds are so scattered. It is, we are so easily distracted. The fact of just trying to focus on prayer, to focus on God, this itself is an ascetic practice because we are fighting against our natural tendencies. Our natural tendencies is to just think about many things instead of focusing on God. Vigils, the idea of, of coming to, to, to church late, for instance, attending midnight praises, is something that we can do more and more uh, during, the, during the fast, that we are struggling to focus on God. We are pushing ourselves to do something for God that normally we wouldn't do. Um, keeping a daily rule of prayer, being more focused in my daily prayers. How is it I can be committed in these prayers? Again, this is asceticism. I am controlling myself, taking time from the th other things that I could be doing, and instead offering them to God. Following the cycle of fasts and feasts. Again, we speak about like the church gives us these seasons of fasting. Giving alms, giving more money to charity, tithing, giving, giving of something that God has given us, giving it back to God again. This is another ascetic practice. Confession being more willing to repent, being more examining of myself. So I'm paying more attention to my thoughts, I'm paying more attention to my actions, and, 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 and coming to confession more often because I am um, seeking to draw closer to God. Receiving the sacraments, you know, coming to church and taking communion as often as I can. Praying in all kinds of ways, whether it be the, the daily prayers or praying the Jesus prayer. The Jesus prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. It's a prayer that I can pray all throughout my day. I don't have to stop any activity that I'm doing to pray it. Just remembering God throughout my day in the car, at work, at home, everywhere that I am. Keeping God always in my, uh, in, in my memory, always remembering Him. Um, being very watchful of my thoughts. Not letting my eyes to stray always being mindful of you know not accepting thoughts of anger thoughts of envy thoughts of lust that when these thoughts come to me that i'm more attentive to reject them restricting my desires choosing not to give myself things just to control just to learn to control myself when we first try to 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 control ourselves even in something that's not sinful like well fasting for instance the we, we abstain from food not because food is sinful we don't, we don't believe that, that, that this food that we are abstaining from is sin. We are doing it to learn to control ourselves. And the minute that we try to do this, the minute we try to control ourselves, we realize how weak we really are. Because, because even though I might think myself to be a master of myself, sometimes I find actually that, that I am a slave that I am not, I'm not doing the things that I really want to do. I'm not doing the things that I can really am in control, but I'm just simply led by my desires. You know, when we speak about freedom, freedom in the world is the freedom to sin. The idea that we can do anything that we want at any time that we want. Whereas freedom in Christianity is the freedom from sin, is the realization that so many of the things that we do, we don't do it because we choose. We do it because we feel compelled by our emotions, by our desires to do the things even that we know is harmful and self-destructive because we are unable to control ourselves and this is not freedom at all. This is bondage. This is slavery. So the ascetic practices help us to regain control of our faculties, to regain control of our mind, our actions, everything that we do so that we are truly free. This is when the Lord said, when the Son makes you free, you will be free indeed. This is the freedom. This is the freedom that God offers us, that we are not led by our passions, but we are led by sober reasoning. We are led by the Spirit. 
Obedience to a spiritual father, this is another form of ascetic practice. The idea that I will allow my father of confession to guide me and I will submit to what he has to say. And if he gives me a spiritual rule, I will follow that spiritual rule. This is another um, ascetic practice. Daily reading in the scriptures, reading more in the Bible that I am always uh, digesting the word of God. And the more the word of God is in my mind, the more I am I am reminded to live according to his word and not according to my own lusts. Being part of the larger spiritual community, meaning being a part of the church, not just coming to church once a week and going home, but feeling that I am truly part of the body of Christ, that I am seeking a service to, to perform, I'm seeking to be closer and deeper uh, in this community, in the body of Christ, and sharing and encouraging others and showing love to others and giving of myself to, to others. This is, this is part of um, being a, 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 an ascetic practice. This work, all these ascetic works and these examples I've said, are ways for us, again, to take control of ourselves, to allow the grace of God to work in us, to draw closer to God, and ultimately to fight the spiritual struggle against the flesh that we are all called to fight all the time. And the ultimate goal of this is to find joy in God to find joy in him because we are drawing closer and we taste from him that he can offer us a, a joy that is far greater than any joy that we will ever experience in the world and all those things that we chase after are just empty and and frivolous and vain and there is nothing there's no substance there's no depth in them that the minute that i get something i immediately take it for granted and it doesn't really offer me really what i wanted it's not as fulfilling as i imagined it to be but in god we find an unlimited fountain of living water that is endless and in him we find ultimate joy satisfaction peace comfort and this is what the fast reminds us to do so i want to just uh, encourage all of us that as the fast is beginning tomorrow that we take it very seriously. It is not just a change of food. It is not just an external action that I do. It's a fundamental reorientation of my priorities, of my desires, to, to sanctify them and to make myself to be subject to the will of God, to make my, my desire and priority in my life to be God alone and to not allow my passions and to not allow my, my other desires and distractions in the world to separate me from God and to lead me uh, along another path. So even though, yes, the, the fast can be difficult, but it also has a joy in it, and that ultimately, if we are faithful in the fast all the way up until the Feast of the Resurrection, the Resurrection has a completely different flavor and taste and experience because we are truly experiencing the fullness of joy and celebration in that day because we have been pushing ourselves and struggling for the 55 days before that. This is why even in the church canons, it says that it is, it is not allowed for someone to avoid eating meat on the Feast of the Resurrection. So even for these ascetics who are fasting all year long, when it comes to the Feast of the Resurrection, they cannot uh, avoid it because it is a celebration. It is a celebration that we are um, enjoying um, in God. So asceticism is, is very important. God willing, next time we will continue and speak more about the passions and, and, and how to struggle against the passions specifically. Um, but may God grant us that we would all be diligent in starting our fasting um, according to um, our agreements with our Father of Confession. Um, and the, again, the fast starts tomorrow. And God be with you all. Uh, glory be to God forever. Amen.